Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith and Guide Internet TV. God bless you. Uh, we took a brief intermission here. Uh, we bring you greetings in the name of Lord Jesus Christ, who's the head of our life, and to our Honorable Pastor Bishop, Dr. Ellis Murchison, Senior of the Pentecostal Power Church, and to all of you that are on the broadcast today. We want to uh, jump right into our uh, subject matter for tonight. We want to talk about the attitudes or the viewpoints uh, toward doctrine. And so we're going to be teaching on that tonight for about uh, half an hour, uh, just due to we're streamlining some things on our broadcast because we want to make sure that we are good to go for Monday uh, because we have uh, set up a new area for our studio. And so we wanted to just get on tonight, um, not only for testing purposes, but also to uh, give a word of encouragement to the people of God as we talk about the attitudes or perspectives toward the Bible. And that's really what we're going to talk about tonight. So we're going to go before his throne and then we'll get our sidebar at the end. We're going to try to be as brief as possible, but we wanted to, um, we are determined tonight uh, to give you um, some of this subject matter because it's lengthy. And this is why we decided to go ahead and come on tonight and finish it out on Monday if the Lord's will. So let us go before his throne. Eternal God, our Savior, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Heavenly Father, for your blessing tonight. Asking, oh God, you would touch us, oh God, in a special way. Look on, oh God, the bereaved families, touch those, oh God, that are sick among us. Continue to bless, oh God, our pastor and first lady, as well as all the saints of God. Look on, oh God, those that are on YouTube and Facebook that are viewing the broadcast tonight. We pray a special blessing, oh God, upon their families and their loved ones, God, that you would bless them in a special way. And oh God, edify the body of Christ. In the name of Jesus, continue to touch, oh God, our family, oh God, and those that are sick among us. Continue, oh God, bless in a special way in the precious name of Jesus to the glory of God. And we thank you and we give you praise for it. We decree and declare it done by faith in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen and amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. So we want to go ahead and jump right in. Uh, as we want to talk about the attitudes or viewpoints toward the Bible. So the first thing we want to talk about is the the proper approach. Uh, the proper approach uh, toward the scripture uh, should be healthy in the viewpoint that we will study, according to 2 Timothy 2 and 15, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman need not to be ashamed, rather dividing the word of truth. If we're going to have the proper attitude uh, toward uh, the scripture, then it must be interpreted by scripture. And so we must make sure that we uh, know truth for truth's sake and uh, for truth alone. Because in St. John 8, 31 and 32, Jesus says to the uh, uh, to the apostles, to the disciples, he said, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. We must 
seek out the truths in God's word. And so uh, sometimes people have motives for why they study. And, you know, uh, we don't study to preach. We don't study to um, show how much we know or how much knowledge we have acquired. But we study to show ourselves to prove unto God that we may rightly apply, make the word of God applicable to our lives, that we may walk therein. And so um, this is why we should desire the sincere milk of the word that we may grow thereby. And so it's very important, you know, that when we study the scripture, that we have the proper mindset and attitude and the motives uh, for the study of the Bible. Uh, above all, uh, it should be the most important. Our motive is the most important reason why uh, we should search for truth. We should want to discover God's word so we can have an uh, a in-depth knowledge about uh, who God is and, and uh, understand the revelations of uh, the nuggets and the history, you know, and the things that God has revealed to us through his spirit. And so we search the scriptures for those things so that we can be sharpened uh, in a spiritual way and not in a way uh, having knowledge puffed up. So we don't want to have knowledge puffed up. Um, uh, We want to make sure that we are aware uh, of uh, the scripture truths. And the only way we can be aware of the scripture truths, we must search the scriptures. We must study the scriptures. And so we're going to get into it right now. We're going to talk about a few things. Let's go to... um, Well, my first scripture I want to go to is Matthew chapter 23. Let me go to Matthew chapter 23, and uh, we're going to go there. Uh, Go to Matthew 23 real quick, and then we're going to go back to Jude. I just want to read something. Uh, That's why we uh, must search scripture. So we're going to go to Matthew chapter 23, and we're going to uh, take a look at a couple things here in Matthew Uh, 23, Jesus strongly warned. He warned uh, against uh, uh, religious leaders uh, uh, using uh, the scripture uh, improperly. He warned against this. And so we're going to go to Matthew 23 and take a look here, and then we'll take a look. We'll jump around in here, but we may not get everything, but we're just going to go to 23 and 1, Matthew chapter 23, verse number 1. And he says here, uh, Then Jesus spake to the multitude and to his disciples, saying, uh, The scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. And he says, all therefore whatsoever they bid you observe, that observe and do. But do not ye after the works, for they say and do not. And so this is what Jesus was really um, uh, railing on them. Jesus was railing on this viewpoint because... um, He wanted the people of God. He wanted uh, those scholars and those that wanted to know the law of Moses 
to be taught the law. So that was not uh, what he was railing against them on. But what he was railing against them on was they was teaching the law, but they was not observing and doing that which they taught. And so um, we can get caught into, you know, not practicing, you know, what we preach. And so we have to be so very, very careful, you know, that our attitude toward doctrine is more than just philosophy. Praise God. Hmm? We can philosophize scripture. Um, you know, you got people, you know, they're masters at the scripture. You know, when I say masters at it, uh, let me break it down for you. Um, they are masters at it because they're very, very crafty and they know how to use the scripture and they have a lot of wit in the scripture. But then when you look at the application part of their lives, you'll say, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on a second, wait a minute. Uh, aren't we all supposed to be observing <laughs> righteousness? You know, and so we can, we ourselves have to be careful, you know, when we're put, uh, you know, in a position uh, to delegate and have authority because we must be careful that people are following, <clears throat> they're following a uh, good, wholesome, you know, uh, lifestyle or character. And so we must remember that we cannot only say scripture or quote scripture because plenty of people know the scripture because the Bible says having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. So we can know a lot of scripture and that's good. And in one, in one sense, but when we look at our attitude and our perspective and our viewpoint toward the Bible, we all must practice. Hmm? and observe and do all that the Lord has commanded us. Praise the Lord. And so our attitude and our approach in the scriptures, sometimes uh, they'll place us in categories. And we're going to talk about the six categories um, of attitudes that it'll place you into. Number one, we can look at rationalism. You know, we're getting into the theological point of this because we want to talk about rationalism. People want to rationalize the scripture how they want to rationalize it. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. I told you it's going to be a long one. Hmm? Rationalism has to deal with their uh, philosophy or their truth or how they see it. Hmm? And you got plenty of people have their own theory uh, of, of why or the reason they take a certain exercise toward a uh, certain scripture. When the scripture said, love your neighbor as yourself, you know, and, and some people, you know, don't take that literally. You know, some people take it as I'm not Jesus. You know, you got Christian people that will say, I'm not Jesus. But aren't we supposed to, according to Philippians chapter two, verse, let's get it. Philippians chapter two. Let's go get it. Because aren't we supposed to be um, like Jesus? All right. All right. Philippians 2 and 5. It says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. We'll stop right there. We'll just use that one scripture. 
So when we look at application, praise God, we're looking at attitude, praise God. Hmm? And a lot of times we can see the attitude when people fail to apply what they know, praise God. Hmm? James 1 and 22, a simple scripture talks about, but be ye doers of the word, attitude. Be ye doers of the word, but not hearers only, deceiving your own self. So we can deceive our own self hmm? by telling others truth and not observe it and not do it ourselves. Praise the Lord. And so there are six different categories we're going to talk about. We're going to deal with uh, rationalism. Rationalism is probably going to take me all night tonight uh, for this uh, next 15 minutes. So rationalism is going to take me till 9 o'clock. And then we'll pick up uh, mysticism. We'll pick up mysticism on Monday. We got six of these to get through. But but let's take a look. He says here um, in Matthew chapter 23, he says here, uh, let's go to verse number four. He says, for they bind heavy burden, burdens and grievous to be born, and they lay them on men's shoulder, but they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. But all their works they do for to be seen of men. And as be seen of men, they make broad their phylacteries and enlarge their borders of their garments and love the uppermost rooms of feasts and the chief seat in the synagogues and greetings in the market and to be called men, rabbi, rabbi. But be ye not ye called rabbi, for one is your master. It says here, for one is your master. This is what he says here. All right? He says, for one is your master. So we're going to take a look here. He says, for one is your master. All right? And so uh, when we look at it here, he says, he says, but, Be ye not rabbi, for one is your master, even Christ, and all ye are brethren. And call no man your father upon the earth, for one is your father, which is in heaven. Neither be ye called masters. Hmm? <laughs> Notice I said, people are masters in the scripture. Hmm? But he says, neither be ye called masters, for one is your master, even Christ. Hmm? But that is greatest among you shall be your servant. And whosoever shall exalt himself shall be abased. And he that shall humble himself shall be exalted. I want to show you attitude. This is attitude we're talking about. And when we look at the scripture, you know, we're, 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 we're virtually talking about the attitude of those that know scripturally and have biblical knowledge as it relates to doctrine, teaching. And so the attitude has shift from uh, the proper upright posture 
of upholding truth. And now we're just reciting truth or uh, we're uttering truth, but our lives themselves don't really bear witness to the truth. And this is where, where it gets a little sticky because we have rationalized the scripture. We have rationalized it so much so where uh, certainly that doesn't apply to me because I'm, you know, I got this big title, you know, and this is where we've gotten. Praise the Lord. And so we 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 gotta we gotta make sure we slow roll this because um our attitude can shift toward doctrine and we ourselves will not uh accept truth. And it's very important, it's very important that regardless to where we sit or where our seats are that we accept truth praise god hmm? we must accept truth you know the, the scripture said buy the truth and sell it not so we must accept truth when it discovers us praise god hmm? doesn't matter how how you know much knowledge we have or how much we have attained and how much we have acquired we must make sure we have the pro hold the proper attitude toward doctrine because if we have the wrong attitude toward doctrine we'll begin to rationalize and we'll cherry pick what we want to do. And this is where Jesus nailed the warns describes and the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the religious leaders here in Matthew. And so we're going to go a little bit farther than 23 and I'm going to let you go. We got about five more minutes. I'm going to let you go. He says here, but woe unto you scribe Pharisees, uh, hypocrites for you shut up the kingdom of heaven against men for ye neither go in yourselves, neither suffer ye them to enter to go in. So they were supposed to be leading the people concerning the law of Christ, uh, the law of Moses, rather. Hmm? The law of Moses. They were supposed to be leading the people concerning uh, the Torah, the law of Moses, okay? The Mosaic law. But he said they hindered other followers from receiving the truth we can be rationalizing with our attitude today that um, we can project such an attitude that because we hold truth the bible says now we should not hold the truth in unrighteousness now if we hold the truth in unrighteousness then we're in the same position as those uh, previous predecessors and religious leaders having knowledge of the truth, knowing the truth, rationalizing the truth, but not applying it to us as we teach it to others. And this is where I said the sticky points are because we must have acceptance. Hmm? And, uh, you know, empiricism, uh, regardless of the authority we hold or our spiritual revelation, hmm, the scripture and the doctrine provides uh, uh, a prime source of knowledge hmm, uh, of the spiritual truth that we should receive. And so it's divine. And so the word of God is designed. The Bible says it's sharper than any two-edged sword. And so it don't only cut going, 
but it cuts going back because it's a double-edged sword. So if you swing a double-edged sword forward or backwards, it's going to cut both ways. It sliced both ways. And so we want to make sure that our attitude toward the Bible and our approach represents, you know, uh, represents uh, a proper posture uh, that we may use uh, uh, the right step, the right position, and accept hmm? the word of truth as it is true. Hmm? Now, rationalism can uh, deal with uh, a state of mind. Hmm? Uh, a person can rationalize to a point where they are in authority. When a person is in authority, they can rationalize to a degree of, of, of like they did Jesus. I'll use him as an example. You know, um, you know, we know the law of Moses. You, you don't come and correct us. This is what rationalism does. <laughs> you know, rationalism says, hey, you don't come and correct me. I'm I'm the, you know, I'm I'm the I'm the I'm the I'm the big, you know, I'm the big wig, you know. And so religious leaders uh were very, very prone and susceptible to being uh caught in this posture. And Jesus stood them up in this posture and set them up upright in the chair and gave them truth and let them know uh, they're not letting others enter the kingdom and they not going to enter in they, themselves. So, you know, the whole spear of their attitude was improper re representation of truth. What, what are you saying? People knew the law, but then they will look at them and they will say, wait a minute, um, is there an exception to the rule? <laughs> and so we must take a look at the proper attitude, <laughs> you know, toward doctrine. We, we, you know, because, you know, I, I, everybody can have a different position, but our, all of our attitude and framework should be governed by scripture to walk in righteousness. The Bible lets us know righteousness shall exalt a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. I got to let you go. Um, blindly leading God's people and instituting man-made traditions instead of God's word. What are you saying, Elder Newsom? We, we have concocted a lot of things that we have to look at scripturally and say, is that doctrine or is that an attitude toward, toward how we interpret doctrine? Hmm? Because we can have an attitude of such that, hey, you know, everybody should be, you know, over here on the left wearing green. Hmm? Oh, let me get out of there. I got to go. Hmm? We can have an attitude of such. Everybody, if you're going to be righteous, you need to wear green. Praise the Lord. But when we look at doctrine, when we look at scripture, hmm, there must be truth 
in Revelation as it relates to why we should wear green. Praise the Lord. And if there's no uh, scriptorial uh, uh, teaching or no scriptorial foundation or fundamentals that points to the truth, then that becomes an attitude or position that we take and we make doctrine out of it. Praise the Lord. And so I got to let you go. Uh, this goes deep. I got a lot of layers to uh, go through. I'm going to try to go through fast on Monday. I'm going to try to get through uh, the last five of these. But uh, the first one took a little more time because rationalism is something everybody grapples with. The believer, the unbeliever, everybody want to rationalize the word of God when there's no rationalization. Scripture is interpreted by scripture, praise God. Line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little and there a little. And this is why we must search the scriptures, according to Jesus in St. John 5 and 39. Search the scripture, for in them you think you have eternal life, for they are they which testify me. We must search the scriptures, and we must walk in what scriptures we discover and understand as truth and all scriptures given by the inspiration of God. I wanted to get uh, Timothy, but I ain't gonna have time to get it, but we'll get it hopefully Monday. All scriptures given by the inspiration of God is profitable doctrine, correction, reproof, and instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be perfect and thoroughly furnished unto all good work. So it's very important that we don't rationalize hmm? And have an improper attitude toward doctrine. We had uh, more scripture for you. We wanted to get more scripture, but we, we'll get it on next week. So thanks for joining us tonight. We hope you have a blessed night and a blessed weekend. But we wanted to get it in because we were kind of working here in the studio. Uh, we were working on some things, and then we this was pressed upon us by the Lord to talk about this. And so we went on ahead, even though uh, we prayed our way through and uh, the Lord blessed us. We did have some technical uh, challenges, but the Lord blessed us and we prevailed. Praise God. Hmm? And we did like Jacob. If we got to wrestle all night long, we're not going to let him go until he blesses. And so we prevailed on the day and we thank God and we give God all the glory and we take none for ourselves. We give God all the glory and the praise for all that he has done. So now I want to say to you, we do have uh, uh, something that we want to put on the screen for you. We do have, uh, I think we do have our, um, our Pentecost that is coming fastly. It's fastly approaching. I want to put that on the screen. So uh, please, uh, uh, if you desire to come to Pentecost, the dates are there. Uh, please, uh, make your hotel arrangements or um, staying arrangements, however, uh, in your travel arrangements. Uh, remember to do that. Uh, it's going to be May 22nd through the 28th. And uh, the God who answers by fire, that's going to be the theme um, for 2023 uh, Pentecost. And so uh, please uh, join us there. And uh, we look for your support and your prayers and continue to pray for our presider and the entire National Pentecostal Power of Churches, all right? 
And so we want to uh, give a little snippet of uh, our promo. We're still working on uh, uh, making some changes to it, but we want to just give you a snippet of the promo so you can uh, see that. We're going to put that up on the screen for you. Just uh, maybe about a 28-second clip of uh, the promo. So we wanted to put that on the screen. And so that's uh, something we're going to work on. We're going to be working on some more advertisement and some things of that nature, too. We're going to be working on some things to uh, better promote uh, the organization and uh, the body of Christ. And so if you have a church ministry and uh, you... Are trying to get your live stream and uh, uh, your video content up and working. I'm working with several pastors right now with uh, getting their live stream events uh, and uh, systems up and running. Um, I just want to let you know we can point you in the right direction with purchasing the right equipment and also uh, taking some steps uh, um, uh, to uh, streamline your live stream. So you really don't have to break the bank. But we want to let you know that uh, if you want to reach out to us, we can uh, definitely help you out uh, with any information that we can provide to you. Uh, but we want to let you know audio is key. And that's why um, I'm so finicky. I, I'm very peculiar about the audio. Uh, video, I'm not so worried about that. But when people can't hear your audio, it kind of makes them uh, turned off and they don't want to really stay on your uh it, it affects your uh, your 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 viewership, and so it really uh, really affects you in a great way. And so we want to make sure that uh, your audio is crystal clear, and that people can uh, hear you clearly, and there's no distortion or anything in the background. So that's what we wanted to achieve. And so we have been um, redoing our studio because we had to uh, upgrade some equipment, and then we have some equipment that we broke down to do a couple other events. And so when we come back, we're resetting up. And so we just wanted to share with the saints, give you an inside view of kind of what's happening here at the Fitcher TV network. And so now we kind of have a permanent setup where um, I don't have to tear down and, uh, you know, uh, rebuild every time I have an event. And so we're growing, you know, um, we do need your support. Um, if you would like to support us, uh, I wanted to uh, put something on the screen for you. Let me see if I can do that. Uh, we really would like for you to support us. Let me see if I can put that on the screen. Let's see here. All right. Okay, I couldn't put that on the screen. Um, let's try it one more time. Nope, that's not going to work. Well, hopefully uh, I'll, I'll have that slide ready for you. But if you'd like to give to our cause, I'll put this on the screen for you. We're going to have to put that slide up on the, on the next broadcast. But we definitely... Would love for you to support us. And so 
I'm not going to continue to ramble on, but we want to thank you for joining us on the broadcast today. But if you'd like to sew into the Fidget TV network, it's dollar sign uh, Fidget TV. And so if you'd like to sew into us, it's, uh, the cash up is dollar sign Fidget TV. But we want to say to you, um, uh, please, uh, please uh, tune back in to us on next week. We want to finish um, this proper attitude uh, toward doctrine. I think it'll bless you. I think uh, it's worth uh, the time that's spent in study. And so we do have some more scriptures for you. And so what we're going to do is we're going to give you the remaining scriptures uh, on these uh, proper attitudes toward doctrine. And we're going to deal with the the most uh, vital ones. There are several, but we're going to deal with the most vital ones out of the six. And so that's what we want to do. And so we want to say, God bless you. You have a blessed night and a blessed weekend. We do love you with the love of the Lord. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom, uh, with the Faith in God Internet TV. Until next time, God bless you in Jesus' name. <laughs>